You're listening to JVM's blog podcast. Today is Thursday, March 4th. My name is Sarah Bergert, but the blog is written by our founder, Jay Voorhees. I am recording today's episode in the first person to capture the intended tone of Jay's blog. The title of today's blog is Danger. Don't waive contingencies for condo purchases. 12 Condo Considerations. We sometimes have very strong buyers waive contingencies when they make offers on condos. But, no matter how strong a buyer might be from a credit, asset, and income perspective, deals can still readily die if the condo or homeowners associations don't pass muster. For example, litigation, too much commercial use, ownership concentrations, and HOA issues can render condos non-financeable in the eyes of most lenders. We encourage agents to review our 12 condo considerations set out below. 12 Condo Considerations Below are 12 things buyers and agents should consider if they plan to finance the purchase of a condo. We remind our clients of these items from time to time because they are so important. Number 1. Concentration Rule No single entity or person can own over 20% of the units in the complex. Prior to 2018, it was 10%. 2. Commercial use. No more than 35% of the square footage of the entire complex can be commercial. Prior to 2018, the limit was 25%. 3. Investment properties subject to limited review. This is new too, as investment condos formally required full reviews. Limited review means only the condo's insurance policy is required. No info regarding HOA delinquencies, budgets, etc. is required. 4. Owner Occupancy Ratios Owner occupancy is irrelevant if a buyer intends to occupy the unit. It must be over 50%, however, if the buyer is an investor. 5. Rates are higher. Condo financing has higher interest rates if the LTV is over 75%. 6. HOA delinquencies. No more than 15% of the units can be more than 60 days delinquent with HOA dues. This is rarely an issue these days, but it often surfaces during real estate downturns. It was a common issue from 2009 to 2012, for example. 7. Litigation. Litigation involving the HOA is usually a deal killer, but not always if it is minor and or doesn't affect the subject unit. We need to review the actual litigation and complaint. We can also use a non-FANI or non-QM lender, but the interest rate and down payment requirement will both be higher. 8. FHA slash VA approval. Entire condo complexes need to be FHA or VA approved before FHA or VA financing can be used to finance a unit, in most cases. You can find FHA's list of approved complexes linked down below, and you can find the VA's list linked down below as well. 9. 3% down. This is a reminder that we offer 3% down financing for condos up to loan amounts of $548,250. This is a great alternative to FHA financing, but guidelines are much stricter. For high balance loans, ranging from $548,251 to $822,375, the minimum down payment is 5%. 10. Is it a condo or a PUD? 
This is simply a reminder that you can't tell by looking at a unit. You need to check the zoning. If the unit does not touch the ground, it is very likely a condo. But if it does touch the ground, it could either be a PUD slash townhome or a condo. PUD slash townhomes are not subject to any of the condo restrictions. 11. HOA dues. Lenders need to know exactly where they are because they are much higher nowadays than in the past and they significantly affect qualifications. 12. Two to four unit complexes no longer require project reviews. This is a relatively new change and it just means that it's much easier to now get financing for small complexes. Thanks for listening to JVM's daily blog podcast. To learn more about the topics discussed in this blog or to get more information about our mortgage services, contact our team by phone or email. Our team's contact info is listed in the notes for this episode and we are available seven days a week. To read this blog or any of Jay's hundreds of blog posts, you can visit our website at jvmlending.com. Thanks for listening.